1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. He's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic in Charlotte, North Carolina. Steelers 24 panthers 16 moan what did you think first just first impression um i I thought they
0: were solid uh as a complete game you can have with your backup quarterback and although i gotta give it to mitch mitch was dealing today i I know a lot of people wouldn't want to hear that but mitch was dealing he does have his sporadic one or two passes a game he has about two passes a game in which he just, she's like, no, Mitch, right. bad boy, right. don't do that. No, uh, Mitch, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, isn't it? He, he has that, man. Uh, I thought defensively they held it together well, despite the secondary. Offensively, it was productive. I thought we saw some flair out of this offense for once and for all. And special teams did their part, too. So, uh, and, and this is the thing, too, when you got – what is it, 22 players playing at a certain point in time or 11 on the field at a time. There's going to be a few boneheaded plays that happen. One specifically, man, friggin' Marcus Allen. Come come on, man. What are we doing? That situation, Deontay was, uh, say what you want to, he was 10 for 10 today uh really good yardage on the ground but he also had the penalty and I know what I told you why receivers need to prove something that that unsportsmanlike of him was very uncalled for too but I get it too but overall in all very solid game by this group against a bad
1: team against a bad team and in, in fairness I'm the first one to point out the the, the caliber of the competition on a regular basis and say, well, that was a bad team, whatever else. But the Panthers had been playing well. They had something to play for because they're in the horrible NFC South. And, yeah, yeah, the Steelers went 4-0 against the NFC South, and they're 2-8 against everybody else, and it's easy to dump on it, except you tell them, not me, about winning games in the National Football League. It's a hard thing. And a win is a win.
0: It's a win is a win. And it was a win last year. It was a win today in the bill. Win tomorrow. That's all that friggin' matters in this league. Because I had a conversation earlier today watching some teams lose uh, with my boys. It was like, man, how they're losing to him. I said, No, no, no. I tell you guys all the time. On any given Sunday, anybody can lose. I don't care how good or how bad a team is. That's how the league works.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, when you look at what happened to the Colts over the weekend yeah. and then and then you you see what happened right with the with the, the tampa bay bucks and, and and it's just like or, or cowboys or the they cowboys were up like 21 7 getting smoked by by a, a jacksonville team that if you if i had told you the steelers beat jacksonville what would be your reaction oh yeah but it was just the jaguars <sighs> and whatever else here so okay I, I i thought the part that was the most impressive. Yeah. And I can tell you, Moan, the locker room agrees with me on this one, is the fact that in the trenches, both sides, on one yep. side the Steelers ran the ball very effectively. The offensive line yes, might have had did. their most complete game. We'll get into that in the second segment. Yep. The defense, the Panthers had averaged, averaged 156 yep. yards of rushing ever since, ever since, like after the Christian yeah. McCaffrey trade. So you're thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, there's no way they're going to you know, – they're the Steelers, especially after what happened in Atlanta and with Baltimore and whatever else. The Panthers had 21 total yards of rushing against yeah. Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, no. I, and I've watched Deontay Foreman, too. He's a really good back, man. I watched that guy. He carried the Tennessee Titans rushing game last year. We I, we can be honest about that. And they shut him down. They, they were – they were the aggressors today, not to say that they weren't, but it was very noticeable from the uh, Steelers' defensive line when it came down to them saying, look, we're here and we're going to – it was – look at the lower bowl of, of the, the, the Carolina Panthers' stadium. That in itself was a Steelers' home game. They treated that game like a home game uh, on the field and in the stands, man. So, yeah, it was good. That wasn't a bad day. I saw this – I saw this, and I saw your guy, Mark Robinson, celebrating with him because he realized, oh, my, you did this. Devin Bush smacked a running back in the hole today, and then he got called off uh, the field because I think it was third down, and Mark Robinson's over there celebrating with him like, dog, look at you. Like, it was that type of day today, and everybody played that way. But for a rookie to kind of be celebrating with him, that shows you probably this. Dev's probably been dealing with a lot just trying yes. to figure out what type of player he's going to be, like th- th- like chasing his dad's legacy, like that played in that exact league. So to see Mark and Devin having that moment on the sideline on TV, I was like, oh, okay, there's a little bit more to this. But Mark was so freaking happy for him. But I was happy for Devin when I saw him do it. I was like, Dev,
1: go off then. He was, uh, I can tell you, after the game, uh, in the conversations I was having with the O-line guys, the inside linebackers just happened to be at the next stalls there and yeah. uh he i was sharing with the offensive linemen that that 21 play drive was one of yeah. only six 21 play drives in the NFL this century okay wow. <laughs> it was the longest wow. in the league this season and I, and, and as I say that, Devin Bush, he's 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 over at the next stall, or whatever, he turns around and just his eyebrows go up like that. And I go, hey, you played well, too. It's all right. <laughs> like he, he had a little bit of a laugh about him whatever else. And I'm like, but I'm just giving it to these guys because, you know, they're, they're, Mason Cole's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, they felt so good. Of, you, man. I'm telling you, Moan, you know what I'm talking about when yeah, I say this, but I'm sharing I this know. with a group. I know They walked out of that locker room with their heads held high. And, and yeah. you know, it was uh, – I'm trying to remember who it was. It might have been Alex Highsmith who said something like, look, we can't get focused on the record. We can't get – all we can do is try to get better oh, as a football man. team. Win the games, get better at the things that we weren't doing well. Check the list. One after another, every box. Deontay Mm -hmm. struggling. Mm -hmm. Check, 10 for 10 on targets. Mitch Trubisky got benched two months ago. Check, comes in and and, and plays great. You can go right down the line, and they got well today against Carolina. They did. They did,
0: man. I think that was the beauty of this win, for them to go on the road and perform the way they did. It was good. I don't think you can look at that and say, what the heck are we doing? There was uh, maybe a moment. But in general, the play overall was very solid. It's exactly right. as you needed it to man. And I was happy for that, man. Uh, good road win against somebody you see yearly. It's the annual trip, pretty much, uh, at the same <laughs> State. And uh, I, was, I was glad to actually see them perform that way. They boxed almost everything, and it was
1: good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I thought I thought it was a terrific showing. When we come back, the offensive line. Welcome back. And welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. As promised, the O-line. Sometimes we wait, Moan. We wait like a day or two to get your feelings on the O-line. And I know you went through that film already and you liked what I, I texted i have to share this with people too because i texted you from right outside the locker room before i went in what do yeah. you think what do you think and you're like yeah. i liked it but give me a chance to take a take a closer look yeah so i went into the locker room did the interviews and stuff like that and come back out and you're like i see a text from you in all caps <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> i thought they were damn good yeah where was my response They were, man. Uh, If you really take a look at the film, the picture, what you're going to see from this group is, one, that fight that we were asking for. Remember when we brought it up, like, just go beat somebody up. You're starting to see that. Whether they lose a play or, or, or win each play, you're starting to see that more often than not. You're also starting to see the line of scrimmage move. It's not like there's a bunch of, like, moving parts going into the backfield. The line of scrimmage is moving together as a unit. Like, there's five guys on the same page doing the exact same thing. It's moving together. And then the sense of pride in, in, because this is the one you people notice the most, sacks and protections. They're doing good with it. Chooks today, he got beat by a guy that's that good. He's that good okay i don't think i can overstate this enough let me make sure i get his name brian burns he hit him with a long arm stab and got chooks up on one leg and then there was a twist or something coming up 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 the middle and there was a sack they actually didn't even give the sack to brian burns they gave it to the defensive tackle
1: yeah but that in itself you know
0: He did, but you know what you say with that, D.K.? Mm. They get paid, too. Brian Burns is one of the best young guys in this league, and I don't think anybody would ever take away from that. If you're only giving that one up on him, because from that moment right there, you heard nothing. The other beautiful part about this game, being able to close out the uh, game the way they did, they turned the ball all the way down. And, yes, it was just for a field goal, but that field goal knocked them out of – they had to score twice – Right. Yes, that was a beautiful sequence. Even if it was some passing, some running, some move in the pocket, it was a beautiful. You don't see that how many no. times
1: DK has that done? Has that been done? It's well, the twenty-one play thing is it's really really rare. Okay, six times this century. Yeah. I mean that that's crazy stuff there. But I I agree with you about that last drive because there's a couple of things that's good there is, is you need to get those first downs. Okay, you need to keep yep. that clock going. You don't want to take any kind of gambles there, meaning that the other team could just break one or whatever else, right? But the other yep. part of that is, not to get sidetracked here, but your head well, coach ahead. your head coach, putting Boz out there for the 50-yarder, when yeah. common sense would kind of dictate, get it to <laughs> Harvin and just go ahead and try to pin them in and whatever else. He was like, no, nah, man. Long field. He was yeah. like, yeah, he was like, no, well, no, just bars. Just go well, end this, man. Go end it. Yeah.
0: And, and that's what it was. And that was off the backs of, of course, the offensive line, running backs and quarterbacks. Everybody played a part in that, though. But I'm just honestly saying to myself, like, to, to think that this group, going back early in the season was going to be able to put something together like this. I thought we were all just in a point, just scrap the whole thing, get it over with. We'll look and And maybe that still is the case. Right. Mm-hmm. But to say that they hadn't grown to say that they didn't do what you needed them to do on the ground and through the air, it was good. I saw some pin and pull today. I saw Chooks block down on, on a guy that pretty much cleared the D tackle and they were able to get it in space. Uh, watching uh, uh, Jalen and, and, and watching Najee run was really good too, man. I enjoyed watching them do work because this was the biggest reason to me. They all looked like they were working together. We hadn't really, knock on wood, mentioned Dan's more name in a while. Whether that's two, three weeks, it's, he hadn't been the focus point of our conversation. And I, I know for sure
1: it's been a lot better for him in that uh, offensive line meeting room. I'll tell you, I mean, again, remember I described to you about a month ago when we couldn't find him yeah. in the locker room? Remember I yeah, shared that with told people me. here?
0: Told me. yeah. And I
1: was like, okay, and that probably sounded a little bit too, maybe, I don't know, you know, nasty on my part or whatever to bring that up or whatever. But I'll tell you what, he's around all the time now, and he's got a big smile on his face. He's feeling good about himself.
0: Because he had had a string of bad games. Like, that's yes, the thing about, like, okay – it's easy to face when I know I've had two good weeks in a row. Like, man, you know what? i was probably do a bad one, you know? But he couldn't find his rhythm. He couldn't find his why. He couldn't find his how to do his job. And it may sound easy to say. And, of course, me being in the, in the veteran position, we're like, well, it's probably watching this, this, and this. As a young guy, the development of you as a pro, especially in the offensive line, you got to really figure out what it takes to survive week to week in a lot of different ways. It's, it's not just necessarily – look, just fix this. No, this will cause that if you overcorrect it. You know what I'm saying? As far as like jumping outside the box too much when it's trying to figure it out. And it seems in this last month, as you just said, he's figured that side of it out. And that's been nothing but a a, a great thing for this offense, even without Mitch, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you look at Kenny, Kenny uh, injury, it wasn't because of offensive line in a sense, like there was pressure up the middle, but I bet you won't do that again. He's going to throw that away the next time he's figuring, feeling himself getting pulled to the ground like that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was just – I was I, I was moved by what they did today because, to me, there were so many different little things that I've been hearing from them, really specific things. that were like, well, if we just get yeah. this or if we just get that. <laughs> and then for them to have this kind of put-it-all-together performance where, you know, the funny thing yeah. is there might be somebody who's – you know, hearing us and saying, you know, well, hang on a second. Naji ran twenty-four times for eighty-six yards. What's the big deal here? Well, here's the big deal: the team ran for yeah. ran forty-five times for one hundred and fifty-six yards. And I got to tell yeah. you something: the second number doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and let they, me they say ran, this too: they ran the ball
0: forty-five <laughs> times in one game. And, and, and what's crazy is the fact that this team only threw the ball 22 times. Yeah. when And, and they went and did a job when everybody knew that they didn't have much opportunity through the air. Like, Deontay got 10 catches, but most, you know, number one wide receivers with 10 catches, they probably got 180 yards, too. Like, yes. like If I'm not mistaken, I think he was still under 100. It was really just volume of keeping You're the exactly offense. You're exactly right. It, it was volume of keeping the offense going it right? was it was like volume running was.
1: it was it was it, uh, it was Atlanta Falcons <laughs> yeah. football basically right <laughs> uh, but it was all spread out too the funny thing is like one yeah. something that I, I haven't heard anybody talk about this year um are these sneaks and the the Steelers yeah. have been so consistently good at these things and they yeah. ran like 5 of them in this game um Mitch had six carries for nine yards but they were nine of the biggest yards of the game including a touchdown he had a sneak for four yards I said to Mason Cole I go I I said to Mason Cole what the hell is a four-yard sneak and he goes hey we have some guys he said don't always give the credit to the center on that he said you'll you'll the, the, our guards and our tackles are really effective on sneaks. On sneaks, And guess yeah. what else? He's, both of our quarterbacks are pretty good at it, too. Hey, so I'll take
0: that all day, man.
1: Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's, I mean. And, it is. But they, they hardly ever miss on these things. And the one time, Mitch no. goes airborne for the touchdown. And then I think you saw Pat also push him. Uh, was it on yeah, the touchdown? He
0: did. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He pushed him. So <laughs> it's it's a good process to have, man. Uh, a, a right step in the in the right direction. Whether they're a bad team or not, it's a dub. And this team is, <laughs> and the organization is is fighting that uh, five
1: hundred uh, conversation. Are we not? Uh, no question about that. Is that where you want to go? Is that what we're doing here? All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's okay. okay. All right. All right. When we come back, the, the only segment that matters. That's Hey Moon. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. That would be the Hey Moan segment that's brought to you always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Three... Somebody said that last week when I did this that I held up two fingers, and I said three. <laughs> By the way.
0: You believe what? him?
1: No, I'm not going to go back and check the tape <laughs> on that. The three expert chefs fine-tune every item so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite entry right now at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Better believe it. Three. Here comes our <laughs> J1Q. Oh, no, moan. I'm feeling devious. Oh. Ready? I'm gonna go back. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to get a Hamon hey question from last week that was unused. Let's hear. And I'm doing this on purpose. This comes from Mike. Who okay. says? And remember, now this is last week. Yep. Hamon, hey, the Steelers are embarrassing, hard to watch, a very poorly coached team. I've always been a Mike Tomlin supporter, but he's responsible for bringing in the bad coaches. I'm starting to wonder how much more ineptitude until Art Rooney makes major changes. Now, do you think Die. Mike would send this after the game that was played yesterday? Even if he's totally oh. right,
0: even if he's
1: 100% right, do you think he sends this after the game? No, he doesn't. Absolutely not. It's funny uh, how that And works. for
0: these... It, it is funny how it works. And that's why I think players and, and, and of course, DK, you're in the, in the public world where people can criticize you too. Right. That's why you sometimes just get up and answer and just some guys do respond back or say something because it's so weak to weaken those responses. And there's so many people coming at one person that, you know, like it's hard to figure out, well, well, who said what this time around. And I get it. Football is very emotional. You, you know, I say that all the time, like, you get one game a week, and it's only 17 of them now, and you're you're honored to get in the postseason for the other versions of them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I get the ups and downs and expectations and, oh, man, I could do it. It's that mindset or go find somebody else to do it. It's hard to, to, to be in that world, like you said, in the first segment. That's why a win is a win is a win, and it doesn't matter how you go get them. If it's by one or if it's by 10 points, it's a dub. And I, I, I get where Mike's coming from and his stance by saying, hey, it's time to get rid of it because it, it, you you see certain things and you wish it was a different way, especially against teams you, you're supposed to go beat, right? That's and, it. And I think that's where it comes from.
1: And we talked it's, it's about – It's the
0: idea that you're supposed to go beat other people right, all the time. Right, exactly.
1: We we talked about Deontay Johnson's you know little brain cramp there and everything. We talked about Marcus Allen's brain cramp. And this was brought up, of course, with Mike Tomlin afterward. And Tomlin yeah. said, look, we made, we made mistakes. We took, some, we took some bad penalties. I'd rather learn through a win. I'm sure you'd heard that from him a million times. <laughs> You're going to screw up, screw up in a win, okay? Yeah. And he is always mindful of after, after a win to never go overboard. Yeah with with the criticism he's not going to walk into your locker room with you guys and he's passing out game balls and say oh by the way you all sucked at everything tonight and we got no you just don't do that
0: no you don't and and coach t is one of the first ones to tell you just how valuable wins are no matter where they come from like he's Mm -hmm. he's consistently been that guy as you know man uh but i'll say this when it comes time to get on those guys and, and and go let them know hey this can't happen because we're too fragile of a team to be in a position that we are right now to be giving teams thirty yards on personal fouls. You know, like that's not what we're what what we're here for. I don't I don't want y'all to think that. Look, this is just going to get swept under the rug as far as the discipline aspect of you know getting unnecessary fifteen yards. That's going to happen regardless. But it's the idea that why bring down the the, the mood when you got a dub when you go on the road and get a dub and when, you know, they got some good components of their team. Uh, they uh, you, you see your team getting sack after sack and getting after their quarterback and causing chaos, and then your offense controlling the flow of the game for the most part. Those are good items to have. Those are good things to be. But on the fan side of it, after a loss, it, it's emotional. But I'll say this, and it's always the same. The players are just as emotional about that. Like, do you know what it feels like to – to, to to get that many losses on a season, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's like, well, dang, we won this way and now we lost the exact same way. Like it sucks. DK,
1: you've been in those locker rooms, you get it. They're tough. There's no question about that. They the one, are. The one after Baltimore was was one of the was one of the toughest this year, if not the toughest. Yeah. Because Guys were getting manhandled to an extent yeah. in, in the yeah. game against the Ravens. Guys who are not used to getting manhandled and individually no. they took it hard and then to, to see some of those same individuals one of them happening to be by the way tj watt yeah. uh, you know walking around with his head up a little bit more uh the, the way he was at, at the stadium here it, it, it's just a it's a different feel i you know i know there's still people that are talking about draft pick this and draft pick that right like right. They're kind of they're going to have a draft pick. It's not going to be that different whether they pick, you know, fourteenth or whether they pick eleventh. Uh, yeah. Get better, keep getting better yeah. as a football team, especially the young guys, especially the trenches, right?
0: Especially the trenches, man. It's, it's going to be interesting moving forward for sure with how the rest of the season unfolds, man. They they they're in a really good spot right now, man. Six and eight on this season um i think that's fair for what this team is closing out the rest of it man vegas ravens and cleveland uh you got to work cut out for you but if that old line controls the, uh, that line of scrimmage the way they did today you got a chance and i mean on the ground and protecting the quarterback that was good to see today i don't even acknowledge the whole
1: winning nine games it's just you know
0: no, nah, I mean, we are what we
1: are right now, yeah. right? It, it, it doesn't matter to me at all. and But, you know, there's going to be – I guarantee you that if they beat the Raiders on Christmas Eve, that's going to become the thing. I don't think it is the thing right now, yeah. you know, that they don't want to yeah. be a team that, you know, gets – like you've said for a couple of weeks now, you don't want to be the one that's stuck with that team, you know, that that tag. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but but this team is uh, I think it hit me midway through the season like this team is really young uh, and you want to just see steps and growth in different sectors of this team and I think we're seeing a little bit of that I, I, I will say although they went at George uh, today Pickens I, I love to have seen more but when Deontay's 10 for 10 and I mean there's not much else you can ask from it Pat wasn't as much involved as I loved it but still good ball it was enough to get a dub and i mean sometimes people got to get x'd out a little bit of you go with what's working yeah he was working today Najee was working Jalen was working today even uh sims i mean getting the ball in his hand it worked so what else are you gonna do
1: 45 carries moan 45 That's carries this is like 1958 yeah. stuff you know it's yeah. really really good, really good stuff the re- Replay
0: on this game was only like two hours. (laughs) So that says says a lot about what happened in the game. You put the ball on the ground. Moan, let's do it again tomorrow. No doubt about it. I'll be here, DK.